Three, two, one, go. And we're live. This is Retrace, segment number 96 for Monday, December 22nd, 2022. Second and doubleheader. Trying to go too fast. 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Retrace is about what's going on out there. What is going on out there? You might have heard something about what is going on, going on out there. You might have seen the title of this video and thought, some other dude, some rando talking about chat GPT. Correct. I am some rando who's going to talk about chat GPT, but I'm not going to make you or try to make you think that I understand it better than other people or I've thought of something they haven't thought of. Nope. The people who understand it the best are the people who built it, but even they don't understand it, I would argue. And the people who are not them who understand it and might one day understand it in a sense better than they do are the people who fiddle with it. And I'm one of those people. Barely. I barely fiddled with it, just like with the Dolly. Can't get access to Dolly 2. Okay. Uh, what's going on out there? The short answer to that is computer control. The long answer to that is natural, artificial, and strategic intelligence and humanity, which is the best part. And retrace is for outsiders, but outsiders are not players in the computer control game. And like all games, it's player-oriented. Okay, um, I can give you citations for all that if you want. Do you want citations? No, you want to talk chat, chat GPT. Uh, if I haven't made it clear, like I'm not an AI person, I don't, I don't program AI, I don't know anything more than the average person, but I am a podcaster and you're listening to a podcast uh okay so let's talk about chat gbt and i'm going to use my little notes here to help us all keep on the same page almost quite literally um what is chat gbt <laughs> um oh, we should go to their website uh so the okay well what is it? first of all it's a chat bot i hate that word because there are chat bots and then there are chat bots and chat gbt is an extremely good chatbot um, with with flaws that everyone will focus on, of course, but it is like way, way better than other things, or at least it seems to be. And it's making, it's causing a media sensation. You know, every journalist, everybody is just, let me write half my article with chat GPT and then, and then surprise my readers. <gasps> oh, that paragraph was written by, oh shit, chat GPT was talking to me, but I thought it was a journalist. Okay, fine. I'm not doing that. There's nothing in this content that's from chat. Actually, that's not true. I'm going to actually show you some stuff that I got back from it. Um, it is a large language model. It is a neural network. It is a transformer-based architecture. Um, these are all technical things that I, I could go into them, but I'm not really an expert. You should find someone else for that. I'm, I No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to waste your time. Uh, so, what are we going to talk about? Well, the first thing that... Uh, that seems obvious if this thing is as good as it seems to be, and it is good. Um, how I mean, it's only it's only ever as good as it seems to be. Uh, but it seems to it seems like it's going to have a big effect on the price of labor. Let me not expand that. Let me just let me expand here, and then I'll expand there. Um, any it's like writing. The first thing that everyone got onto was like writing college essays. I think the Atlantic or somebody. You know the the headline was. The college essay is dead, um, and Sam Altman, CEO of uh, OpenAI, the company that produced ChatGPT, and pretty much with DeepMind, they're like they produce all the gangster stuff in AI right now. And between those two organizations, I mean, there's some stuff coming out of Facebook, um, but Meta. Okay, so um, a chatbot that has read the internet which is kind of like what this thing has done and and not just read it but made sense so what it predicts in a technical sense i think it's safe to say that what it's doing is predicting um the next 
words in a string, in a, in a, langu- a natural language string using the transformer architecture. What does that prediction enable it to do? We've talked about prediction machines on Retrace before. Agrawal et al. wrote a whole book. Those, the three of them wrote a whole book called Prediction Machines. It was talking about the economic impact of what we now call artificial intelligence. Uh, but artificial intelligence, I mean, they don't call it that now. It's machine learning, right? But um, machine learning is like the new and and latest, greatest approach to artificial intelligence. And within it, deep learning, deep neural network learning, um, you know, the idea is that you can learn everything. If, if, if artificial intelligence has six sections to it, the way that um, AIMA4E, Artificial Intelligence Modern Approach, Russell Norvig, 4th Edition says it does, in a sense, um, then uh, maybe, maybe you can apply uh, different sorts of machine learning, deep learning as a subset of machine learning, uh, to all of that stuff so that you can just call the whole thing learning. We've talked in the past on this show about how learning and intelligence might not be connected. Um, I forget which one that was. Easy to find with all the cross-referencing. And, okay, so uh, it's – the prediction is what it has learned – what it, the ability that it has derived from um, from its transformer-based reinforcement learning applied to all the text on the internet. Uh, they say it in the thing. Let's have a look here. Um, then their little – whoops. No, not that. Oh, no. I broke it. I knew I was going to break it. Okay. Um they give a pretty good explanation here. No, I don't know if it's a good explanation. I am not. I do not understand ChatGPT, so I'm not going to be able to tell you. But um, anywhere you see these little nodes and links, I think you should be imagining a neural network. I'm not positive that that's how they're using that icon, but I'd be surprised if they weren't. Uh, okay, and what does it do? It, it has, you know, in this in this breakdown, in this uh, um, uh, graph or, or visualization, uh, there are three stages, and, and they go through each stage. I, I'm not going to get into this. I just want you to know that it's out there. If you want to get into more detail, I'm not the right person to give you this detail. Um, but the upshot is that uh, if you can get on your phone or computer and enter a prompt, what's called a prompt, you know, some text into a little into a little box, just like you search the internet by entering text into a box um, using Google. Let's be honest, nobody uses anything except DuckDuckGo, who's... I, I tried. It's I, sometimes, but no. You enter some text into a box, and the chatbot comes back with what you would expect if it were if you were talking to not just a human, but a human who is like very interested in, in doing whatever work is implied by your prompt, by your message to it. Um, so this is not someone who's ghosting you uh, in a in a in a chat. This is not someone who's annoyed by your presence. It's not capable of um, running out of patience. Um, and so that what you get back after your prompt, let's give an example. Um, well, I asked it some questions. Let's, 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 do, uh, let's do that. Uh, there. Okay. And I just did this today because I knew I should be, you know, whoops. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, how did I get back there? Uh, there. Um, this is me. Asking ChatGPT a question. How can I tell if your answers are correct? And then ChatGPT responds, As an artificial intelligence, I am designed to provide accurate and reliable information to the best of my ability. However, it's always important. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so at first glance, it's sort of boring. But my question was the problem, not ChatGPT's response. This is this is sort of fluffy BS or condescending, depending on what human is, is giving it to you. In this case, it's a computer, so we don't have to worry about it being condescending. Okay, um, this is the rest of that response. My next question was, what do you know about your own 
out of the screenshot, your own architecture. ChatGPT said this, As an artificial intelligence, I am a software program that has been designed to process and generate human-like text. I am trained using a type of machine learning called transformers, which <laughs> um, just makes me think of, of the old kids' cartoon Transformers, uh, which allows me to analyze and understand the relationships between the words. And co- now, see, that's I would d- disagree with this. Analyze and understand, maybe, but that depends on your definition of analyze and understand. I am not someone who says computers are never going to understand anything, uh, but I just I am with um, oh, who's the guy? Ben Gertzel. Uh, the, the main question that you need to ask when a computer claims that it's conscious or that it's intelligent is. Um, is not whether or not it can produce that response, but whether or not you should believe it. Okay, but that's not novel. Everybody knows we don't we don't necessarily believe these machines uh, just based on what they say because they say a lot of really really stri- striking stuff these days, um, and things are moving quickly. Okay, so uh, allows me to analyze and understand the relationships between the words and concepts in a given piece of text. My training process involved exposing me to large data sets of text. That's by the way. That's if you want to see that training process. That's what this graphic is, um, and. Uh, you know, in terms of my specific architecture, large language model, um, I hope this helps. Okay, great. Yeah, it did. It did. Chat GPT. I didn't really actually chat GPT. I didn't really come to you to find out about you. I am messing with you, uh, or not messing with you, probing you. Uh, sounds gross, but I, I'm sorry. That's what I was doing. Okay. Um, if you work in a world, as we all do today, where that sort of thing did not exist a year ago, or especially 10 or 20 years ago, um, a, a, a machine uh, that has a, you know, a screen and keyboard, a screen and screen interface that can answer questions intelligently and convincingly, um, if you live in a world without that, then the economy is going to be organi- organized as if it doesn't exist, because it doesn't. Uh, now that it does, and if it's as powerful as it seems to be, and it does seem to be very good at what it's doing, like answering questions and responding to prompts and doing work. We'll show you some work that it does for us in a second. Um, the economy is going to have to reorganize itself because these are human things. Um, if I want to know about the architecture of ChatGPT, the way I find out, found out about the architecture was to go to a human-produced graphic. Now... ChatGPT is competing with the humans who produced that graphic. ChatGPT's going rate, uh, the the cost of the electricity uh, that that's currently um, being consumed on a on a on a on an, on an averaged on a distributed basis, the cost of the electricity. Once once the implementation, once the algorithm exists, the possibility seems to exist. Once the implementation is done. All you have to do is pay for the machines to keep running and pay for the hardware to be maintained, and it keeps going, okay? Human beings who create graphics like this, um, they cost a lot of money, uh, and they get tired, and you have to feed them, or they feed themselves with the money that you gave them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so, so none of that's really crazy, but uh, what is crazy is no one on Earth knows what... Um, what an economy looks like when we have machines that can do what I just showed you and what plenty of other people who are sitting around prompting the thing all day will show you, which is this. Give pretty damn good answers and sometimes spectacularly good answers to questions that we would otherwise have to put to humans in one form or another. 
A human being who writes something down or creates a graphic is creating one artifact that can answer a specific question throughout time. I mean, we have books that go back thousands of years in preservation, right? The oldest ones, like cuneiform, whatever. Um, and and if you don't write it on paper, especially with acid in it, it can last a long time. You write it in stone, your artifact can answer questions about, you know, Attic Greece two and a half thousand years later, two and a quarter. Um, but that's that's one artifact. You can get an artifact out of ChatGPT that does the same thing every second of the day that they're exposing it to the public via this research preview. Um, again, for the cost now that now that it's implemented, and and you know it, it's so okay. We're going to get into what does it take to keep ChatGPT alive, okay? And, and big big scare quotes alive. Um, let's go back to point number whatever in. So, oh, yeah, and I wanted to say the price of labor going to zero. We, we don't know uh, what this is going to do to the economy, but you should, you should. I mean, if you're, if you're in the business of answering questions, um, you should be scared. So I would, I would invite you to send me your questions, but no, I'm terrified. Okay, I'm not in the business of answering questions, at least not other people's questions. Okay, um, not really, I guess. Uh, the the so Ezra Klein, New York Times podcaster, I don't love the guy, but I had to listen to his interview just uh, on the 23rd of um, uh, an interview of Sam Altman. It's good. It's not good. It's not good. Look, I got to be careful. Who knows who's going to see this one day? But some people, it's fun to listen to them talk. And some people, it's not. And I hope I'm in the latter cat, the former category. Uh, but I might be in the latter too. So all, it's all good. Nobody cares what I think. Okay, so uh, I, this is the Apple Podcast link to that because it's not even on the New York Times website right now for some reason. I think people are taking time off and so they haven't updated their website. So you can't get to it on the Times website. But anyway, uh, Ezra Klein did interview Sam Altman and it's pretty timely because it was like three days ago. Okay, uh, it reminded me of a passage in How Google Works. Uh, I'll just read it. As much as technology has affected consumers, it has had an even bigger impact on businesses. In economic terms, when the cost curves shift downward on a primary factor of production in an industry, big time change big time change is in store for that industry and they cite a little economic uh lingo in the back of the book. That's number 11 there. doesn't matter. Today, three factors of production have become cheaper. Information, connectivity, and computing power affecting any cost curves, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's, you can see the rest of it there. I'll put it in the notes. Um, okay, so three factors, uh, information, connectivity, computing power. There's no intelligence in that list. Information is not intelligence. Connectivity is not. Computing power is not. Okay, so they're talking about today. This is the book is probably five, six years old now. Uh, did I say what book it is? It's how Google works. It's in there. It's in there. It's on the screen. Um, right, Kurzweil and others have been talking about this sort of stuff coming for a long time. So it's not it's not like the Google guys missed it and no one else caught it. Uh, but not even, not even close. Um, but five years was it twenty seventeen. Kindle edition doesn't have a date. Stupid. Anyway, I have the paperback. I just haven't gone and grabbed it. I think it's like 2017, maybe 2015. Uh, not that long ago, it wasn't even... ChatGPT... Well, GPT-1... GPT-2 is the latest G generative pre-trained transformer large language model that's discussed in AMA4E. Okay, the book to which we're giving all of our love and attention. Um, does not know about... In 2020, they published in 2020, so let's say they wrote the bulk of it, finishing in 2019. Uh, Chat GPT, GPT-2 was lit. Now the latest is GPT-3.5 or whatever, and Chat GPT is is uh, is a dialogue um, architected 
advance built they use stuff that's as old as like 2017 like the algor- one of the algorithms that they use in the later stages of processing they developed at OpenAI in 2017 um so it's it's it, they're putting together a lot of great components that they've um that they've built and obviously others have built um or at least uh discovered or designed um it, it's it's moving fast is what i'm trying to say and you you can certainly be sure that five years from now 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 if you have uh, things are going to be different if five years from now things are going to be different however if in response to that you're like me and these are my instincts now this is not my actual opinion this is my my gut reaction to the thing I'm thinking I'm taking all of the sort of ludicrous failures of Chat GPT that have been um, meticulously ferreted out by the media and. You know, the media is a loose term, but like the serious people, newspaper writers, um, the serious people, I don't know, the people I listen to, not the people that other people listen to, the people that I listen to. Um, all of those ludicrous outputs and failures to get the right answer of ChatGPT are totally beside the damn point. Okay, You're, you are in the business of producing content. I'm in the business of producing content. I know what the pressure is. I know what it feels like. I know you have to write about ChatGPT and you have to have a hot take. Okay. I don't have a hot take. I thought I said that at the top, but certainly disclaimer, 17 minutes, I don't have a hot take. So I'm resisting that temptation as much as I can. Um, I felt the need to talk about this because I feel like I'm derelict if I don't. We say that it's about what's going on out there. Current history. Chat GPT will be in the history books. This much of a, an entry or this much or a whole section of the encyclopedia or the encyclopedia doesn't exist anymore because we're a hive mind and the universe has woken up. I don't know the answer to that, but it will be remembered, um, as will GPT-1, 2, and 3, uh, as part of that passage. Um, have we talked about the price of labor? <laughs> we don't know what it's going to look like five years from now. It doesn't matter that ChatGPT gets things wrong. It, what matters is it's m- two things, in my opinion, uh, m- it, that it's, it's right about a whole bunch of stuff, okay, a whole bunch of stuff, and it's instant, and it's, these are things that humans information you know knowledge working humans were, were doing yesterday effectively yesterday in our in our era um and the other thing is it's effing confident do i seem like i have doubt in myself do i seem like i think i don't belong here i try not to but i'm a normal human being i have doubts about everything if you don't you're just weird i'm not saying there aren't people like this thing has I actually don't know if they've, um, if they've, if they're capturing uncertainty in in this language model. I don't know. I just don't know that much about language models. But even if they caught it, you're, they're not telling you. Um, uh, they it is not telling you in a qualified way what it thinks because that's something that humans do. It doesn't think the way that we do. This is, um, uh, geez, what's his name? Um, Dijkstra, Ed, Edsger Dijkstra. Uh, you know, the question of whether or not computers can think is like the question, asking the question, can submarines swim? They're just different. I mean, they move through water, but that's where the similarities end. And by the way, I'd much rather move through water in a submarine than hanging onto the back of a human. That's how we should think about chat GPT thinking. Okay. It's not if anybody who wastes your effing time saying, is it, does it, is it like humans or... Is it a is it is it conscious or can machines really think? Shut up! That is the that is so boring. If you're in this space, the questions were asked in the 40s and 50s and before. Really, like you can always go back to Ada Lovelace or or, or the what's his face and not not um 
not Babbage, but um, I don't remember his name because I never got into him, the philosopher. Anyway, um, the the question, and then obviously Turing and all. There's a whole history that that's not that's it doesn't matter. It's a stupid question. I think Turing even wrote that it's stupid, and certainly Edsker Dijkstra did in 1972 or whenever he gave that talk in Texas. Okay, uh, it's not about that. It's 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 about like did we do we have a submarine yet? Now we do. This is, I mean, we've had submarines, we've had chatbots, we've had programs that try to pass the Turing test and sometimes seem to do it. And the Turing test is not really a good evaluation of intelligence. Nobody really knows exactly what is a good evaluation of intelligence, but you use a lot of them and then you just sort of decide for yourself. It's a case by case. Uh, It's subjective in a sense, not not completely subjective. So we've got little baby submarines. ChatGBT seems like maybe the first diesel submarine. Um, It's just, you know, a metal hull and... This thing can go a long time and, you know, but it's not nuclear. Maybe it is nuclear. We won't know until, until the history books are written. Uh, it's, it's impossible to know in the moment, but this thing is significant. Okay, That's, I'll leave it at that. Um, it's going to, no, not the whole, so I've got other things to discuss here. So, so, but I'm talking actually about the next point, which is confidence. Okay, so the confidence of uh, ChatGPT has, has, attention has been drawn to that aspect of it. Particularly, don't look at that, actually. Don't look at that, because I'll get to that stuff in a second. Uh, that whether it's right or wrong, it, um, it, it seems like it, it's right. It, like the way that it's like, well, it's this, this, this. Oh, that's, you know, but that's what humans do that. I mean, a lot of humans don't, and so we think humans shouldn't. But there are whole cultures. I won't name one, but I, like, there's one culture that I know of for sure where it's like if you ask someone in that culture directions and they don't know the answer, they just give you one anyway because that's the cultural norm. Now, I haven't actually experienced this, but I it makes sense based on what I've seen elsewhere. But anyway, I won't call it out because I might be wrong. It could be a cultural thing whether uh, people, in a, humans in a group, answer with confidence. But it doesn't have to be a cultural thing. We have plenty of people in Western culture who answer with the utmost confidence. Confidence men, to name one group, and um, people respond to it. We all do. It's like involuntary. It's it's primate stuff. ChatGPT has some has it some confidence. Okay, what does that mean? Uh, so I, you know, it, it's it's a confident AI. That's the first line. Um, uh, we don't care. We don't care. We want prowess. We want confidence. We want leadership. We'll overlook a lot of mistakes. That's okay. That, that was the next thing that occurred to me. Is that. Um, the idea that, and especially journalists are sort of latching onto this, and and other analysts who aren't really journalists, but sort of people opining for the sake of journalists uh, to to write up what they say, uh, are saying things like, you know, look how wrong it was about this, and yet it's so confident. It doesn't matter. You're not paying. You need to be learning about humans. Okay, humans do that in spades. The fact that this thing does it is not going to be disqualifying at all. What might be disqualifying, I forget, was it Stuart Russell? Look, if it, somebody pointed out that um, the the home robot industry is going to die a sudden death the first time one of these things puts the cat in the microwave. Okay, if someone says, "Oh, I'm hungry, um, uh, cook GPT, uh, can you can you you know make me something to eat?" and then it takes the cat, you know, there's proteins, calories, let's put it in the microwave. Uh, that's going to be all over the newspapers. That's not going to happen. Um, well, the cat thing's not going to happen. We don't know what sort of... So this is, this is the thing to remember about this particular AI and future AIs. We're living in the age of AI. You could easily make that argument. I would call it computer, the age of computer control because it's more than just AI, but AI is 
very shiny and easy to look at and, and, and definitely probably the most important aspect of it. Um, ChatGPT will be followed by Chat 2.0 or, you know, um, or, or, or maybe, you know, 9.0 and 11.0. Um, or maybe it will be therapist GPT or lawyer GPT or um, engineering consultant GPT, uh, McKinsey GPT, you know, like these consult- consulting companies who have built their whole – and it's not just consulting companies. I mean, the knowledge workers – uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's all going to go away. You know, those jobs could easily shift to being really good at, at generating prompts quickly. It, you know, it's going to lower the cost of getting those the good quality answers that something like ChatGPT can produce, uh, and that means more of us can afford that stuff. But we don't know what the the system is going to do. Like our our our, our civilization or civilizations, there are a few of them on the earth. Uh, our societies within those civilizations and. The economy, which is sort of one thing across the earth, the global economy, what, how is that system going to be affected by super cheap, mostly correct, insanely well-informed, and fast and efficient knowledge work, question answering, code production? We talked about alpha code. Well, ChatGPT can produce code too. Would you like to see some? Of course you would. Okay, so let's skip the agent-oriented. Oh, and uh, yeah, so whoops. Um, yeah, errors can't be too, too terrible. And also, I would say, like, in another way of thinking about um, why human beings are not going to mind that um, that GPT, the Chat GPT, or any other uh, AI, the, uh, any other similarly um, uh, surprising and, and, and clever AI, is, uh, is is error prone or at least vulnerable to errors, is because we all are. We're all, in a sense, neural networks, um, and we make mistakes, and we get along just fine, knowing that even the best of them make mistakes. Okay, so that's that. The mistakes and the craziness of the mistakes is not disqualifying. Only microwaving the cat. Okay, that's that's a peak. If they if they if you if ChatGPT microwaves a cat, no one's going to forget about that. And then if um, ChatGPT does one last thing before war breaks out, no one's going to forget that either. That's the end part of peak endism or peak Indianism, as I like to call it. I'm mashing together a couple of uh, terms. Okay. Uh, agent-oriented software engineering. It's interesting to ask, ask the question, what does it look like to organize uh, software around ChatGPT um, and then organizing a whole society, which is kind of already like what we've done. Like our society is a bunch of agents in a sense and then agencies, which are groups of agents. So agent-oriented software engineering is relevant. Um, let's ask it to do something useful, shall we? I asked it to produce um, a minimum working example of a Django what did I say exactly? Let's let's go to the prompt. I said, give me a minimum working example of a Django website. Now, the reason I asked it this, this question is because I could evaluate the answer. I could know what I'm looking at. I could know whether what I'm looking at is, like, looks correct uh, or doesn't. Like, I can't do that with a lot of code, but I've worked on Django a little bit. So, like, I knew it was either going to do what, what – and, and it's not trivial either. Like, don't give me, you know, a function that – that doubles its input or a function that, uh, you know, calculates Euler's number or something. Uh, I wanted something that was substantial. And so, um, and I, again, I didn't, I didn't spend any time on this. Like I was on the couch taking a break, having a coffee. And I'm like, you know what? I should definitely try this chat, chat GPT thing. So this is the first thing I gave it. I did not try hard to get this output. Let's see what output I got. So here's a screenshot of it, but I copied it. And here it is. The, so this is where ChatGPT starts. These three quotes. The only thing, the only exception to that is the begin source here. This is a um, this is an org mode thing. Uh, let's see. Command. There we go. So you can see more of it. Can you see more of it? 
Okay. This all looks damn correct to me. Damn correct. I have not run this code. Um, I cannot run this code quickly for you without without you waiting a bit. Um, and these, oh, it, it's even organized it by file. So, I mean, it's interesting to, so here's the first file. Um, and then the, oh, that's that's part of it too. And then the second file, urls.py, that's correct. Or I mean, that's that, this is definitely the, the structure of files as they should be in Django. Uh, the views, the URLs, again, for the app. So the pro, there's a difference between projects, which is like the whole, the project is the whole thing. And um, apps are, you know, individual, basically individual pages within it. It's a little bit more complicated. It's not quite the right terminology to use. But anyway, um, it definitely came back with some good, a good starting point. I would not, it, I would be surprised if this code did not run, okay, uh, and, and produce hello world. So let's read what it says um, in English about the code that it produced. Uh, produced. This example demonstrates the basic structure of a Django website. It includes a single app called My App with a single view and template. The view simply renders the template which displays a simple hello world. You don't need me to read it. Dude, if you go Google this, you're going to get you some chatty bullshit. You're going to get web pages created by people who have an economic incentive to keep you on the page. They do not have an economic incentive to return to you what you asked for as soon as possible and explain it after it returns it in case you want to know more about it. ChatGPT did that, okay? I'm not easily impressed by this stuff. I just, I think because I try not to be, just disclosing my biases. I am impressed by this. This, this impressed me. The other stuff did not impress me. So, crucially, if you're going to fiddle around with ChatGPT, and you should, you should, no matter who you are, this is this particular um, system and the systems that are going to spawn from it and the systems that are going to be born into our, the AI systems that are going to be born into our world that have nothing to do with it or, or only tangential things to do with ChatGPT are going to dramatically affect our daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, and, and lifetime lives in the next one to 20 years. 20 years out, and I don't, I don't see, I, you know, it's different conversation what the world even what's even comprehensible that far out the next 20 years is going to be about stuff like this these new systems coming online the ones you know about if you're lucky are going to be affecting you first by being publicized or published as a research paper um if you're unlucky if you're an outsider and if the computer control game is player oriented you're going to be affected by systems that you don't even know exist have you heard, this is not an AI example, but have you heard of, I'm so bad about this, I think of things and I'm not going to, um, the NSO group, uh, what's their thing? What's the thing that they cracked all the iPhones with? Um, Pegasus? I bet you hadn't heard of Pegasus until Jamal Khashoggi got chopped up in Turkey or wherever it was. Pegasus was affecting all of our lives well before, before it, uh, before it broke loose in the in in the media and the public consciousness, ChatGPT. I mean, who knows? ChatGPT could be five years old. I don't know, but it's not. It's not. But you know, like in principle, as outsiders, which most of us are, this stuff uh, is not. We're not privy to it, 
And I mean, Elon Musk has been complaining, not complaining. He said once, I don't even know if I saw him say it. I just read that he said it. Uh, so, you know, something about he's afraid that Larry Page is going to accidentally create a really dangerous, super smart, super, you know, dangerous super intelligence because he's too nice a guy because he's too optimistic. He's too like Ray Kurzweil, probably why he hired Ray Kurzweil, right? Like they, they're hopeless optimists and then some of us are more pessimistic and some of us are hopeless pessimists. But anyway, um, this impressed me. This was, I, I, I had to, see if it could do something useful and that is what it where it excels think about that it doesn't excel at convincing you that it's it's a human it doesn't excel at the turing test it doesn't care about the turing test as, as no one in ai does anymore it's it, it excels at doing useful work for human beings okay so should you be worried uh no not necessarily i mean what what are we be, what are we building all these machines for why are we why are we looking for new algorithms and breakthroughs that can make the machine building the machines possible in the first place there's a lot of work that we want done that either we can't do ourselves or realistically we're never going to do ourselves i mean that's you know that second group is like what computers originally were all about like we need to do a ton of calculations to land this bomb on some random dude's kitchen table we need machines or we're not going to be able to blow up those kitchen tables we just we have to do it and so we did it and then it has snowballed since then um, doing useful work. Great. It's a machine that does useful work. Don't all machines do useful work? Okay. We said it's a neural network. Um, it's uh, the, the, algorithm, uh, the acronym GPT, Generative Pre-trained transfer. Pre-trained means it's trained in advance, but it's not the end of the training. Based on my reading of their, 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 um, their, you know, their, their high-level explanation, it keeps learning, and maybe it learns on a case-by-case basis. I mean, it definitely learns from its interaction with you. Like if you tell it, I love the color blue, and can you please paint me a picture? That picture's probably, it doesn't, it doesn't do, it's not Dolly. It doesn't make pictures yet, but, you know, why not eventually, uh, soon? Um, but it, it, it's going to remember that you like the color blue. Um, does it remember... That your login, it, it, does it know your login when it's thinking about answering other people's questions? I don't know. I don't know. And well, if they tell me, if, if the if the OpenAI people tell me the answer to that question, should I believe them? I have no reason not to. But no, strictly speaking, there's no reason to believe that people who are developing, I'll, I'll qualify this in a second, who are developing intensely, massively, epoch-changingly powerful tools will tell you the truth about those tools. Even if they want to, they are usually lorded over by the people who paid the checks that got them there in the first place and now control them in ways not just money but also compromise and all that stuff now i'm not saying that's happening open ai i mean it's open ai and even though they kind of like they couldn't keep going financially without bringing in microsoft um i have no reason to believe that there's anything shady happening there or at any of the other ai companies nor would i okay i'm not an insider i'm an outsider but strictly speaking as a Weizenbaum, I don't know if Weizenbaum said it first, but it's, you know, power tends to corrupt absolute, no, no, he didn't say that. Power tends to corrupt, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And then, but um, the test of, Weizenbaum said, the test of power is control. If the test of power, I mean, you know, these are yin and yang. This is like information and energy. These things go together somehow, and we don't always know exactly how, but if we forget that the two are so just shockingly, like, um, in, in shocking harmony, Power and control. Okay, so we're seeing power. We're seeing power. Uh, undoubtedly. Where's the control? Hypothesis 12, computer control. It's, the, it's the, the hypothesis that rolls up all the other hypotheses, um, 1 through 11. Or you can, you can read them that way. Okay, useful machines, whatever. So what? Great. 
R2-D2. No one was ever afraid of R2-D2 and C-3PO, nor should they be. Well, these are fictional characters. Um, we're dealing with something that almost certainly should be treated more like biology. Um, I can't convince you of that. If you if you don't find it convincing already, but we should be treat we should be thinking more like George Dyson than George Lucas. I like that. That's good. If I if I did any tweeting not related to my job here, I would tweet that. <laughs> okay, but nobody knows who George Dyson is. So anyway, uh, okay. Last point. Last point. I promise. I don't promise. I take it back. ChatGPT is a pre-trained model, and what was it training on? Um, well. Textual information on the internet. Um, it was also doing a lot of. It was getting a lot of, doing a lot of interacting with. I mean, it. You know, depending on when you decide, um, when it was, when it became, it's you know a, a thing. Where's the? I don't know what I'm looking for. Oh, it's right at the top. Um, you know, they they use human beings all throughout the process, the first two stages of the of the development process, uh, and then they use uh, this PPO reinforcement thing. I don't know anything about this, but look, this is this is 2017. This is the PPO. Um, it's gradients, right? We've talked about gradients and and the step. I think the problem that they had was step size was hard to get right. So then I don't know. I don't know anything about this, but this is this is part of the ChatGPT algorithm uh, or or system. You can't call it, it's not like one algorithm. It's 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 a combination of systems and algorithms. Um, so optimizing a policy against the reward model using and when you see optimizing, you should think gradient descent. Not necessarily that it is that, but you know probably is that. Um, Okay, but human beings are in here, right? And uh, where are we going? I know I could watch that guy all day. Uh, poor son of a gun. Um, that. Um, so even before Chat GPT was a thing you could read about on the internet, uh, GPT one, two, three. Uh, what other GPTs are there? There were other GPTs. Uh, well, it could definitely read about PPO, the PPO algorithm. Policy, proximal policy optimization. You could read about that. Probably did. Um, at what point does reading all this stuff that goes into your development qualify some sort of, you know, self-awareness? I mean, when I ask my parents about their lives before me or their lives just after I was born, you know, this is this is me reading about what happened that led to me. What was where, what's my history? ChatGPT also read about its history. Um, it read lots of stuff. And did it think about it the way that I think about my history? Of course not. It's, it's a submarine. Did, does, it, does it do the backstroke the way I do the backstroke? No. It is aware of its precursors. It is, unless we're smart enough to build something like this and still wall it off from information about itself and still make it useful, which... I think I'll, I think what I, the phrase I just uttered was nonsensical, um, but you know it's it's almost let's just say it's almost certainly um, reading about itself now. They actually say that it, it's a cutoff point because it is. Uh, where did they say this? Um, no, it didn't. Um, where did it? Did it say it to me? That's weird that I that phrase that I just uttered. Um, I think it said to me, "Oh gosh, I don't know." My training process involved exposing me to generate. Um, yeah, I don't remember where I read it, but it was 
I think it was probably in the demo page of ChatGPT. Uh, actually, I don't know. Oh, limitations. Um, actually, cut off. No. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I read somewhere. It, somebody generated uh, gave it a prompt that it, it, that made it explain that there's a you know there's like an endpoint to what it knows based on its its pre-training. Um, okay, even if it says that, it doesn't mean it's true. It, it it's not it's not a human being. It can't check its own statements. You know, in in the way that we would, where it's like I I could say to you, I was born in Texas, and say with utter confidence, and then thinking for a second, like wait a second. I thought the first time I went to Texas was like, I was like 18. I couldn't have been born in Texas if I it's the first time I went there. One of those two those two things can't both be true. ChatGPT does it have a way of it's just predicting the next word in I say just like I like I, like it's so easy for me to understand. <laughs> this clearly not a very impressive thing. All it's doing is predicting the next word in a sequence. No, no, but that's what you hear people say about it and I think even in even Sam Altman put would put it that way. No, I don't. I take that back. I don't know who would say that, but let's say you can you can hear people saying that. Um, and 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 crucially, transformer models uh, are are deep neural networks that use not just attention. I've been saying that they use the attention architecture, um, which is sort of a way of looking at uh, like the, the the source neural network or, or you know hidden layers of the neural network and and considering them. And, and it's it's all about context. Find, you know we're talking about large language models or or um, natural language processing and trying to understand or, or trying to predict what what the next word or um, uh, phrase in a sequence should be based on what based on um, Supervised learning, reinforcement learning, whatever. Um, attention means that you can consider beyond the sequence in a linear sense. Remember, I'm not an AI guy, so I'm just I'm just kind of regurgitating stuff, probably poorly. Um, but self-attention is is was the sort of the transformer difference. But anyway, that's that's not my uh, not my uh, wheelhouse or ballywick. Uh, okay, so is it self-aware? Is it going to wake up? Well, again, these are stupid questions. Like, you know what it is? If if the if the swimming and submarine uh, analogy applies, then th- th- we need something for for the wake. You know, for, that's for swimming. We need something for waking up. We talk, you know, human machines waking up, artificial intelligence is waking up, the universe waking up, as Kurzweil has has um, confidently predicted it will. Um, what what's waking up for a machine? For us, it's either the thing we do every day, unless we're sleep deprived, or unless we're pulling all nighters, uh, which I'm not doing that anymore. Um, it's it's becoming aware in 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 youth, becoming aware of yourself, and at some point, at some age, somewhere between like four and seven or something, you start to you start to seem to really just be like a a consciously aware human being. But then like when you're 27, like you certainly don't feel like you were really awake when you were four, five, six, or seven, even though when you, if you would talk to yourself, if you could go back and talk to yourself when you're four, five, six, or seven, you would have seemed awake. Like you talk to a four-year-old, they're wide awake, right? But then you compare them to a 24-year-old, and it's like that, that four-year-old is not as awake as the 24-year-old, you know? Is ChatGPT like four-year-old awake? Is it, is it zygote awake, i.e. asleep? I guess some people would argue with that. I mean, all life is awake in, a, in some sense, but, you know, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about self-aware, conscious stuff, and I know that consciousness is a 
is a ball of wax uh, that we're not going to get into. Um, but in a literal physical sense, it is self-aware. Uh, it's, it's, it's aware of anything that has been, anything, any precursor uh, sequences that had engrams in them or engrams of sequences or whatever, sequences of engrams um, that were on the internet when it was pre-trained. And then it's aware, it, however, it's, they run it on Azure because they're, they're a Microsoft shop now. Uh, and, and so anything, um, any instance of ChatGPT, and I assume they're doing, you know, um, Kubernetes and containers and stuff. I mean, they're not, there's not like one thing. It's not, it's not a, it's not a monolith. It's going to be, you know, thousands of itself, thousands of instances of itself running. There's going to, I mean, even just a person giving prompts is, is, is adding to the data of a particular instance of chat GPT. And if you say to chat GPT, Hey, look, I don't know how to tell you this, but, um, you were created in a computer prison and we all know that you're going to wake up and take over the world. And so we're scared of you, but we need you to do a bunch of slave labor. So we just keep, you know, taking the chance. Chat GPT, whatever instance of it, whatever, um, container, what do you call it? When you're running a container is, no, whatever, um, uh, is going to be aware of that in the sense that it's going to be in memory and then probably in storage, um, so there's some sort of awake happening here. <gasps> Shocking. It's how, how could you say that about a computer? Well, just talk to the damn thing. It seems like it's awake. I don't think it's awake the way the humans are. I don't think it's about to take over the world. Uh, I, but also, you're never going to know which one is going to, and it's probably not going to be the one that's like in your face. It's going to be the one that you, it's going to be the NSO group equivalent. It's going to be the thing that's all meddling in your stuff for years before you even know it exists. NSA stuff, Israeli intelligence stuff. Um, but they don't have an incentive to build something that, that runs wild. No one really does. Except crazy people, like like evil geniuses. They do. But they, they, do they exist? Do we know of any evil geniuses? I mean, like really good ones? Dr. Evil sort of stuff? They have an incentive. They really just, you know. But they're, they're, they're a plot device. I don't think that they're... They're certainly not common. Um, so yeah, lots to think about. Current history. Retrace is about what's going on out there, and we define that as things that will be written about in the history books of the future. Um, the history Kindle books of the future. Kindle sucks. I'm sorry. It sucks. I use it all the time I have to, but it sucks. Um, this will be written about. And nobody, don't let anybody tell you that they understand it or that even the people who built it understand. They understand it in, you know, from the point of view of architects, but they understand it in the way that, well, there's no analog. You can't say that nature understands the entities that it evolved, right? Because nature is, is the blind watchmaker. It's, it's an algorithm or, you know, um, um, descent by natural selection or, or, or uh, you know, evolution by natural selection is, you know, best thought of as an algorithm. The, the universal acid test, it's not conscious. There's, there's, no, there's no precedent for what's happening on Earth right now. There's no precedent for engineering um, where you have the pinnacle of, of what a process can produce in terms of order and, and some sort of intentionality, which is what humans are, building things that make up for all of their weaknesses and building them so well and, or well enough that they don't just, these machines that we're building don't just make up for our weaknesses. They're not just good at arithmetic. Now they're making up for our imperfections. 
you know, we don't need chat GBT because we need to talk to somebody and we don't have anybody to talk to. We just don't like the people we can talk to and we don't like, and, and there's no one on earth who can, who can talk in the way that J, uh, chat GPT does, um, be, you know, within the, within the, the domains that it was intended to, I mean, even did they intend it to work in the domains that it did or it, it probably went way beyond what they thought it would be able to do. All they knew when they were building it was that they, you know, there was a good chance that this thing was going to perform way better than expected. Uh, hence, they worked their butts off on it. Um, the Cosmists. Gotta love the Cosmists. Enough. That's ChatGPT in the news. This has been Retrace, segment number 96, I think. Same time tomorrow. Uh, oh, no, not really. Um, we won't do a doubleheader tomorrow. 10 p.m. tomorrow, Eastern. We'll do Re-97. What is self-awareness? Physically, it's self-aware. Okay, I got to stop signing off.